0: Welcome to the Road to Fueling
1: Better podcast, hosted by registered dietitian Laura Kilklein and dietitian in training Gina Santanello. We created this podcast to debunk diet culture myths, share evidence-based nutrition strategies, and empower you to live your fullest life without restriction.
0: We want to help you make informed nutrition decisions that fit your goals, whether it's optimizing your performance and recovery in the gym or simply learning how to live a healthier lifestyle.
1: We believe that the key to health and fitness success is to build a solid foundation of sustainable habits that support your goals. This not only includes behavior change, but more importantly, mindset change.
0: Together, we've helped hundreds of clients end the yo-yo dieting cycle, improve their relationship with food, hit endless PRs in the gym, and acquire the skills to optimally fuel their bodies, all while enjoying their favorite foods.
1: We hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you want
0: to learn more, follow us on Instagram at balance.fueling and apex
1: underscore nutrition.
0: Welcome to part three of our mini-series focused on fueling for workouts. So if you haven't checked out the last two episodes, you definitely should. We covered pre-workout nutrition, and then we talked about intra-workout nutrition and talked about how to fuel before and during workouts. So (laughs) (laughs) so today we'll be talking about a topic we often get asked about as sports nutrition professionals, post-workout nutrition. And this is definitely a common question we get asked. Uh, I feel like this mini-series is like building up to now. Part three, step three, you know, you worked out, now you need to recover. Recover.
1: Yeah, and I think that this topic is so like up for debate. Like you search online and there's like a million and one things that you can find regarding this topic. So we're here to kind of give you guys the science and uh, explain what an optimal post-workout nutrition is going to look like.
0: Yeah. So... Really the goal of post-workout nutrition, um, it, and we kind of hinted at that, is is you want to recover um, and refuel after that workout you did. So how we like to, I think we both agree in terms of how we like to like simply kind of break it down for, for clients is think about the three R's. So that would be refuel, recover, rehydrate. And so what that looks like for Step one being refuel with carbohydrates. Um, Step two, recover with protein. And then step three, rehydrate with water, fluid, and electrolytes.
1: Right. So we can kind of get a little bit more into what each of these steps are, what they look like, and why we... Why each step is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So starting, let's start with... Protein. I feel like protein's a pretty obvious
0: Yeah, thing. that's where everyone mind you know, everyone's mind is gonna go first. Yeah, like And
1: that's yeah e
0: protein. So recovering with protein. Protein is gonna help to repair the muscle, you know, that you just broke down doing your workout. Whether you're running, lifting weights, anything in between. You're breaking down muscle exactly like you
1: are creating little micro tears, tears. Yeah, you're quite literally breaking it down, and protein is going to be what helps repair and rebuild it. So, if you're not eating adequate protein, not only right after your workout but throughout the entire day, then you're not going to be able to optimally repair your muscles from what you just did during your workout. I think. That a lot of people kind of don't realize that working out is is actually breaking down yeah. your muscles, like you're tearing them down.
0: Yeah, it's not. Oh, I'm gonna go lift something, and during the workout, my muscles are getting bigger. You no. know, you get might feel like that because you get like that the pump. blood flowing, you get yeah. the, the workout pump, but your muscles are actually getting broken down. And like you said, um, this is where nutrition becomes so important to make sure that you are, you know recovering with with protein so that your muscles can rebuild and repair and Get rebuild stronger. stronger yeah and put you in a better
1: spot for the next workout exactly and you know I think that I mean I I know that protein ranges they vary so much depending on the individual so their yeah. age their activity level their goals like there are so much that goes into determining protein needs so I mean we that we can't even really get into that here. Yeah. We would suggest if you're interested in figuring out what your protein needs are, working with one of us, working with an yeah. RD. Um, they can because be it is yeah it's so very specific. individual. Um, but we we normally will say after your workout, we want to aim for a good twenty five to thirty grams of uh, quality protein. Yes. And I think that it kind of goes like throughout the whole day. So if you can kind of aim for each meal having twenty five to thirty grams of protein, you're in pretty should good be, shape.
0: Yeah, should be good. Again, um, there's certain individuals who may need, you know, more than that, but that's typically a, a good pretty good range start. or at least a good starting point, especially if you feel like you're not consuming that now. Yeah. Start with 25 to 30 grams. Like if that
1: seems like it's a ton, you probably do need to consume more because that, I mean, if you're consuming 25 to 30 grams over three or four meals, that's going to get you around a hundred, a little over a hundred, which is not too much, Yeah. you know, but it may seem like a lot if you're not used to eating a lot of protein. Yeah. So work your way up, work your way up. But if you're an active individual, you definitely need, I would say at least probably a hundred depending on you, but
0: for most people it's
1: going to be over a hundred.
0: Protein and needs are definitely going to be higher with athletes and just active adults right. in general.
1: So if you're just kind of aiming for this number, that's going to kind of at least get you in the right ballpark. Um, so, you know, when we're talking about protein after a workout, we're talking about getting 25 to 30 grams of high quality protein. Yes. So what is high quality protein? So what we mean by that is just a complete protein source. So you know, a complete protein source that's going to be, so protein is made of amino acids and there are nine essential amino acids that our bodies do not make. The rest of the 11 our bodies make. So these nine we need to get through food. So high quality complete protein sources contain all nine essential amino acids. That's what we mean by the high-quality, complete protein sources. Yeah. That's going to be your animal products plus soy products like tempeh and um, edamame and quinoa also. Um, so, you know, the plant sources, peanut butter, um, the protein in, like, whole wheat breads and stuff, it's not a complete yeah. protein. So it's if just it's not... Like, it's
0: kind of like bonus protein. It is. Um, especially for that we post-workout get, meal.
1: Exactly. We, we want to get the majority of this protein from complete protein sources um so why do we want why why do these amino acids make a difference so there's one amino acid in particular that plays a significant role in muscle building
0: yeah so we um when planning this episode we kind of decided how scientific we wanted to get because yeah. we get really excited and we get so excited we're like yeah we have got to draw the line somewhere but we did want to talk about this amino acid again because it does play an important role especially in this post-workout meal in helping uh to maximize muscle protein synthesis or s- essentially muscle repair and rebuilding yeah so that amino acid is called leucine and Um, essentially research has shown that getting about two to three grams of this amino acid leucine, two to three grams per meal, um, will allow for, um, essentially the, the maximal muscle, you know, repair and rebuilding to, to happen. And typically, you know, you're not going to see leucine on 99.9% of labels. I mean. It, it would have to have every single amino acid broken down, which labels just don't have to do that. So you're not, you know, don't go looking at a label for leucine thinking you're going to find it. But um, those complete proteins that you mentioned are going to have
1: leucine more leucine.
0: And that's why, you know, getting those sources, especially in that post-workout meal, is going to be important. And that um, you know range of about twenty five to thirty grams of protein that you mentioned should give you that appropriate amount of leucine of about two to three grams. Right. So don't go looking for leucine. Go looking for a high quality protein source and with twenty five to thirty grams. Exactly. And you'll be good.
1: And that's kind of where we you know we were saying before is. Yes, that post-workout window does matter, but it's also about your overall protein intake throughout the day. So, yes. your bu- your muscles are not just repairing right after you work out. It's a, a it ha- it's a process that happens all day, all, all day. night. Yeah. Like, we're trying to optimize this process throughout the entire day, the entire night. So, to do that, we're really looking to, you know, have 25 to 30 grams of protein this is why we want that in every meal throughout the day so we normally eat like every three to four hours so if we can kind of have 25 to 30 grams of this high quality protein throughout the day every three to four hours we're going to kind of be continuously keeping this process going yeah yeah so
0: um no that's i mean that's a really good point i feel like people you know you could say oh i'll have you know a protein shake, right? maybe even two protein shakes after my workout, and I'll get all this leucine. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, but then if you're not getting enough protein in throughout the rest of your day, your recovery is is going to suffer. Right. So, again, the post workout meal is important, but like Gina said, if it's really like a process that carries through the entire day, the entire day, and, and throughout the night, yeah.
1: And- Yeah, so we just, and we talked about this in the previous episodes, it's all about not falling behind. So if you're just, you know, slamming a shake after and thinking, I'm good, I got my my post-workout protein in. I'm recovered. You're going to take steps backwards in the overall picture because you're getting behind on the rest of the process. So if you don't
0: eat a meal, you know, for six hours after that, or, you know, again, if your protein total for the day is below where you want it to be, that post workout shake is only gonna get you so far.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yes, protein obviously it's very important um, in post workout recovery as well as, you know, consuming it throughout the day. But but that's not all. So I see so many times, more times than not, people are crushing a shake after the gym. It's what's in the shake? Just protein. Like protein and water? Yep. Oh, no. So close, but no But score. not there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think you guys know what we're going to say here. We're big advocates. What's missing? For, but carbs, man. Carbs are, like, just as important yeah. you know, as protein in that, especially in that post-workout recovery window. That's, yep. like, when you want the carbs. Yeah. You know? Um. So what exactly do carbs do?
0: So... When we're talking about you know recovering after a workout, again, those three R's, we talked about protein and how that helps you recover. How we like to talk about carbs is they're really refueling your, essentially your gas tank or like your energy stores. Um, uh, we're going back to the car puns back to we episode are. one <laughs> um, or episode two maybe I don't know oh, All the puns. Um,
1: all, if you haven't checked that out check it out for the time. all the puns yes um
0: so carbs are going to essentially work alongside protein but do something a little bit differently in that they're going to be refueling your your energy stores and in the past I think in both of the episodes we did in this mini series we talked about glycogen um, basically being stored energy or stored carbohydrates yep. in in our muscle a little bit in our liver and when we work out these stores are getting
1: depleted it's like they are limited stores they're yeah.
0: not they're fleeting
1: they're yeah so it's really important to once these stores Deplete to replenish them. Yes, and that's so that's what carbohydrates consuming carbohydrates in that window is going to do It's going to replenish the energy stores that you just emptied on that workout. Exactly so we want you know in that Post-workout window we actually want the high glycemic index carbs and we want these high glycemic carbs because they are going to be broken down so easily and used instantaneously to help us recover.
0: Yeah, just like when we talked about pre workout nutrition or intra workout, you want the carbs to break down so your body can use them right then and there. Yeah. Um. Same same principle applies to that post workout meal. Um. In that you you want to be able to digest and absorb those carbohydrates as quickly as you can. To really kickstart that recovery process, right? You don't want to be digesting this block of whole wheat bread, high fiber, in your stomach like a brick,
1: right? And take time to digest too long. Yeah, we want those again. Like we want those nutrients delivered and absorbed very quickly. To you just went through a highly strenuous activity. Your body needs needs that fuel, like right away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and there's actually, you know, been we were talking about this earlier, have been studies that has shown that it so carbohydrates are actually going to help protein, it, it they're gonna help protein play its role in stimulating muscle protein synthesis. So the study that we looked at, it was um it, it, it had explained that leucine cannot fully perform its job of stimulating muscle protein synthesis without the presence of insulin. So that's, again, kind of where we're getting those high glycemic index carbohydrates, those carbs that are going to spike an in insulin response, and that insulin is going to help leucine do its job of, you know, rebuilding our muscles. So it just, it goes to sh- like, carbohydrates and protein are going to work simultaneously together yeah in that post-workout recovery
0: right like they each kind of do their own thing but they also do work together, together. yeah so again if one of them is is suboptimal you're not you know maximizing essentially the recovery process and right. I think you know when it comes to talking about insulin levels and stuff like that we tend to think about oh that that's a bad thing you know blood sugar diabetes yeah. or whatever um, but again, we need like we need context for things yes, like that. And exactly. so, insulin having your your blood sugar go up after a meal, or having an insulin response, or insulin levels going up, that's a normal thing. Right. Um, and in the context of post workout and recovery, if you have a meal that is lacking in carbs, and you're you you do not get that insulin response again, muscle building and repair.
1: Is, is not, not gonna going to be, be as going good. To be maximized. Exactly. So we know that we want carbs and protein after a workout, but how much? That's also a question that we get a lot. How yeah. much do we want? Um, and again, that's going to vary from individual to individual, but a good rule of thumb to aim for is a three to one ratio of carbs to protein. That's going to be a pretty good range for
0: most. It's easy to remember. Yeah. You know, again, three to one ratio of Carbs to protein, and this helps you remember that it's not just protein you need, but you need carbs. Too. You need more
1: carbs. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, if we're saying like aim for twenty five grams of protein, of protein, you know, you're just gonna triple that and aim for seventy five grams of carbs. Yep, and yes, that, that much. It's yes. not that much, especially in <laughs> a post workout meal. Yeah, that's a pretty standard. Yeah, post workout meal, um, and. You know so some examples here could be something like a scoop of protein powder and i used to do coconut water a lot Yeah, protein powder and coconut water because that's a pretty convenient easy thing you just grab at the gas station um also something like chocolate milk already has this ratio like regular not fair life low fat chocolate milk yep it's got a pretty good three to one ratio um, other things like I've been doing tart cherry juice, which we're going to get into a whole nother episode other oh, so episode, Yeah. Advanced um, recovery. Episode. Advanced recovery. <laughs> but I've been doing tart cherry juice and a scoop of protein in it already. Mix it up. Yep. Um, what are your, some of your go-to post-workouts?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll usually do, uh, like if I'm doing a meal, um, which I guess I want to speak to the fact that you initially brought up liquids because I think that is realistic for a lot of post-workout options. Um, depending on the type of workout and depending on schedules and all that, sometimes like appetite could be suffering after a workout. So it is nice to get those liquids in, like where you're like, like, I just don't want to eat down. right now.
1: You know, like and that's how I feel a lot. Yeah, which is why I just take it. And I, I mean, I drive a half hour to the gym, so. It's just something you to drink have on it the, way the home. home. Yeah, and
0: it's it's easy, you know. And and again, it's easier to sip on something when you don't feel that hungry and you're. To eat something if you're like me, are still nauseous from the workout this morning. Both <laughs> um, so, you did it. <laughs> yeah, so I like that you came up with with those liquid options. Um, yeah, I would agree with with a combo like that if I'm needing something quick. Um, another favorite is like a Core Power with a banana and like some pretzels. Yep. Um, for like a, again, a, yeah. like a quick thing, a little bit more
1: solid. That's good. Um, that you're you're kind of we're getting into the liquids and the solids. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't need to always be a shake. That's yeah. Another misconception. I feel like people think that they need a protein shake, um, but it's just you just want the quality protein and the carbs. It doesn't yeah. matter if a, you're whatever way getting works a shake straight. or if you're yeah. having a chicken breast. Like right, it's all about what works for you, what's convenient for you, what you feel like.
0: Exactly. So, um, usually for a post workout like meal meal, um, I like I prefer morning workouts, so usually it's almost like a breakfast like brunch kind of a meal. Yep. Nothing for me. Nothing beats potatoes with eggs you go wrong and, with that. and veggies. Nope on uh, ketchup no nope, like, it's like it's just that. i do not get sick of it no. so that is like my, that's my staple some yeah. rendition of like a a breakfast hash yeah so to speak yeah that, yeah that's my go-to
1: i could get behind that i used to i used to work out in the morning all the time and i used to love coming home to like that huge and breakfast is breakfast, um, the best and now i work out at night nice, so now it's like everything is switched and i think that's kind of why i've I've shifted to the shakes again yeah. because it's just convenient Yeah, like at night to just have because I'm also just like not hungry. And then it's like you go to bed when you get home like soon after. Yeah. So at least in the morning it's like you have time to regain your appetite. Not when you're stopping, you're finishing your workout at 7.30 at night. That's a good point. And yeah. you, you've got to get something in because you're trying to get to bed. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It is not. Don't get me wrong here because I don't want to eat carbs at night you can yeah. eat carbs at night especially if you're working out you should. Yep. But I haven't eaten dinner yet and it's 8:16 and yeah, I am worried about it 0% at all. <laughs> um but it just I personally don't have a huge appetite right after I work out and I'm like 90 years old so I like to go to bed early. Yep. So for me I'll just make usually like a denser shake. I'll yeah. just have like double the amount of the tart cherry juice. Get in a good like 70 grams of carbs there a scoop of protein and then to me it's not that big of a deal if I don't necessarily have dinner when I get home if I don't feel like it because I just had a good three to one ratio on the way home
0: yeah and it was more substantial Exactly, I think that's a good point like not all shakes are created equal right okay protein powder and water is you know obvious like we said not going to cut it no then we kind of talked about like a recovery kind of like almost like a recovery snack. Yeah. Uh, like a lighter shake. Yeah. Versus like a substantial Little shake smoothie situation that is a, is like a meal.
1: And I think that that kind of something that we had talked about before and, um, you know, it's kind of what the whole day looks like. So on those days that I'm not getting home till 830 and I'm just having the shake and maybe I'm not having dinner, you also have to look at the rest of the day. Yeah. I had the rest of the day to... Eat ample amounts of high quality foods. Yep. So and adequate protein adequate throughout, protein throughout. Carbs, exactly. everything. Exactly. So I think that it kind of it's not just about that window. It's what yeah. does the rest of your day look like, and then making that window fit what the rest of your day looks looks like.
0: Yeah. And really, from what I've read, it's actually like your entire day matters most. Yes. And then once once you kind of have that figured out really honing in on this window of time is going to be the next important thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And, you know, like we said, um, you know, keeping in mind sort of what the rest of your day looks like, what the rest of your schedule looks like. Um, And we wanted to talk about the topic of like the anabolic Anabolic window window. and if that exists or not. Um, And so maybe you've heard that term before, maybe you haven't, but, Essentially, there's a school of thought, you know, bro, a little, like, bro science thought that, you know, you have to get protein in within your last... Within, like, you know, 30 minutes or, not like, even. Bro sooner. science
1: says, like, you finish a set and you slam a protein shake. Yeah. Like, not even um, three minutes and after. But and,
0: yeah, I think, you know, where we're going like to be, but. Um, really, the research does not support that. You know, there's this anabolic window. So, the school of thought again is, oh, I have to get this protein in, you know, within thirty minutes or less, or ten minutes or whatever. Or I just wasted my work. Or I'm not gonna recover.
1: I'm or not I beat gonna build gains. muscle. Yeah, like yeah. no
0: gains are gonna happen. The workout just didn't do anything, and like that makes no sense, a, um, and b. The research does not support, support that. Yeah. Um, and so the best article that I've found on this topic or the, the way they describe it the best is it's more of like an anabolic barn door Yeah. that is this open window of time that the sooner, yeah, the sooner the better if you want to maximize recovery, but it's not this window of time that, that just, just like closes. closes and slams shut. And after X amount of time, recovery doesn't happen. Like right. your body... If our bodies work like that, we would be doomed. Yeah. Our body is resilient. That's, again, though, like a black
1: and white thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, people like the black and white, and it's... Doesn't work. It's not. Thing. And research actually shows that the anabolic window can last, like, four hours. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, to my clients, who I recommend eating their post-workout meal four hours later, no. Not ideal. I don't think that's ideal, but... You can still recover. You can still recover. Three hours later plus. Exactly. Yeah. I always, I mean, like, I always kind of go by, like... The two hour the mark is if ideal. You're gonna, yeah. But, you know, it just, if you can't eat for four hours, you're still going to recover if you're getting that meal in. Yeah. And again, it matters the whole day more than just that post workout anabolic window. Yeah. Um, but of course, there are times that getting a workout in, sooner than later is going to be beneficial and that would be in times of like a, a
0: post-workout meal yeah what did okay. i say you said a workout in.
1: oh workout in- yeah which I is the worst somewhere else um, um yeah a post-workout meal and and that's going to be honestly the only time we really recommend having it like asap would be if you're working out fasted
0: yeah right? or um, with with even with like minimal, minimal fuel like For example, if I'm working out early, I don't have time to have, like, a meal meal. I might just have, like, a A quick crispy crispy or, like, you know, frozen waffle with maple syrup. Just, again, those quick carbs. I know that, basically, I'm burning through those carbs pretty quickly throughout that workout. And there's not going to be much left, you know, to work with at the end of my workout. And, again, if I was then fasting all night just by sleeping... I'm going to want to get that post like workout really you know, running. On empty. Yeah,
1: like we need to kind of speed up that yeah, that recovery process. And that's when we would kind of say, all right, let's try to get that in. The sooner the better. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, if you're working out at night like me, for the most part, I mean, you already have a few meals in you. Exactly. And then that kind of goes against the uh, along the whole lines of, you know, if I ate a few hours before I worked out, that food is still kind of like digesting throughout yeah. the rest of the night. So it's it's kind of already aiding in recovery because it's already in my system. Yep. Um, as opposed and to you're you're not behind. nothing. behind. Yeah, you yeah. not behind. And that's our whole thing is not getting behind. Yeah. You know, so if you are working out fasted, try to get that post-recovery sooner than later to kind of give your body something to work with to speed up the... recovery process
0: exactly because if you don't you're just can get further further behind and especially like if you're like oh well i'm not hungry you know a okay have liquid calories like we talked about if you're just like oh i'm not hungry i'll wait and again you were fasted now you're just you're getting yourself in this hole yep and recovery is not going to be that and you're going to get overly hungry that's when like binge eating and overeating happens like if you're not you know if you're just so behind yeah so it it then trickles to like impacting not just your recovery but other things Everything. as well yeah so um that that's a really good point about again if you are working out and you're already behind you do want to
1: you know Speed. pay closer
0: attention to yeah. that post workout meal
1: yeah um and i mean i think we're let's just kind of end it with with you know supplements like protein powders yes they are convenient i you know i've been at very into them lately because i'm working out at night so um but they are not like we said a magic
0: yeah they're not doing any bro magic on your muscles right it's just protein
1: it's just protein Protein is a quality
0: protein we talked about why exactly but it's no different than a chicken breast or tofu or whatever your high quality protein source of choice is right Protein powder is just an option that, again, really the pro is the convenience factor yep. and, you and know, the, the fact that it's it's high quality yep. and liquid, which is sometimes nice if Ad you don't have, have a strong appetite or if you're on the go. Yeah, But it's not just because it's wrapped and packaged in this, you know, market and marketed like, With, you know, promotes... Blah blah blah, and there's this big, you know, bodybuilder dude on the on the the bottle. You, I'm
1: gonna, you're gonna look like this, like no. It's
0: not working any magic. It's no. just doing what it's protein not like does. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah.
1: convenient.
0: Like and it's we both need protein. We, exactly,
1: powder. but you don't need it. So um yeah. it's just again. However, you can hit your protein goals in a way that works for you. you. Yeah, exactly. 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 So I think that we kind of touched upon all our. I know, it's a lot to fit in. It is. It's a lot of a lot of pressure. It really is. <laughs> um But we like these shorter episodes and then yeah. we can just talk we can just do more episodes. We and... can do deep dives on yeah. again, we
0: want to do an like an advanced recovery. We have some cool topics that we want to talk more about. We could definitely do a whole episode on like protein powders and supplements.
1: Yeah. So you guys let us know if there's any topics that we talked about today or in any of our podcasts um, that you want us to dig a bit deeper in, and we will be happy to make a whole other episode. Yes. Keep the suggestions coming. Yes. And And thanks for listening in, and we're really excited for next week. Yeah. Stay tuned.